Welcome to the Rhino Daily Podcast, the daily podcast for sharp entrepreneurs. You'll hear insights and ideas from the world's top entrepreneurs and thought leaders designed to help you increase your profits and improve your lifestyle. Now, now here's your host, Steve Cypress. Hello, it is Social Media Saturday, December 3rd, 2022. Steve Cypress here in front of our spectacular holiday decorations, including, as my beautiful wife Michelle just pointed out, the sparkly rhino, the silver rhino, and the sparkly golden rhino among our very fancy Christmas decorations up there. The whole house is extremely festive. Wish you were here, but let's get right to the point. Elon Musk went on to Twitter and pronounced transparency is the key to trust, which, of course, is a big part of building trust. But uh, this was in light of of uh, Musk's uh, much ballyhooed um, release of the inner workings of Twitter and the government conspiring to squelch free speech and rig an election and like as if anyone like as if that's news like anyone didn't know all that happened i mean let's see when you when your company is headquartered in san francisco one of those liberal uh i mean it's, now that i i, I was going to say one of the most liberal cities in america but almost all of them are but extremely liberal area and then it's a tech company so it's made up of mostly young people who are overwhelmingly communist, socialist, far-left, radical, liberal. Uh, I was way out there when I was that age. So you put that together, and how is that company going to be anything but completely biased towards the left? Even if they tried not to be, they would tend to be biased towards the left. But, of course, they didn't try to be at all until Musk came along and cleaned house, and now he's, I don't know, a one-man band of... Of, of moderation and uh, content moderation and, uh, you know, deciding which accounts come and which accounts go. And it's a little bit of a wild, wild west right now there on Twitter. But, you know, n- nobody thought that like, oh, it's uh, it's a fair site that's open to everybody. Oh, and the, the obviously uh, legitimate Hunter Biden laptop, nobody, nobody in the right mind ever believed that that was Russian hacked disinformation or if it was fake or whatever. I mean, don't you think Hunter Biden would have come out in one second and said that's fake, which he's never done, of course. And and has anyone, does anyone really not believe that the Biden crime family has a massive criminal operation that's been going on for decades? Like, here's the thing, though. Uh, nobody really cares about that stuff. Like, people care about policies. And they don't much care about who are the people making up the policies that are okay. I mean, politics, you know, people that are honest don't go into politics. What do you expect? Like politicians are suddenly going to become honest people. They're people that love corruption go into politics. And so, of course, uh, Twitter, you know, Twitter, Facebook, Facebook. I mean, Zuckerberg came out, uh, I don't know, maybe almost a year ago or so and admitted that the federal government was colluding with Facebook, telling them which accounts to to ban and which content to not allow on there and such and such. I mean, it's not big news that all this stuff comes out. And I know there's more coming out, but 
you know, you have to have your head buried way up into a very dark place where the sun doesn't shine to think that, uh, you know, uh, Twitter wasn't putting its uh, finger on the scale for the elections. I mean, after 2016, uh, when they just did not do enough to rig the election and stop an outsider from coming in who had the opposite, for the most part, of liberal, socialist, communist, anti-American policies. Like, I'm sure they all said never again. And they made sure of that in the last time, and they'll make sure of it the next time and the next time and whatever. So here's the bottom line, though, uh, for a business lesson. It is uh, very noble of Elon Musk to want to say that Twitter should be the town square, free speech. People can say what they want, which, you know, I would appreciate because right now, there is no one place where you can find out information. You have to go to, uh, you know, just about everywhere has agendas. You've got to go to uh, right-leaning sites, left-leaning sites, far left, far right to get the truth about anything and put it all together. But I like to see the nutcases on both sides. I mean, I got one guy that I follow on Facebook. It's amazing. The guy's always putting out stuff about how the Holocaust was a hoax and didn't really happen or it was the Jews' fault or they orchestrated it or whatever. Of course, that's, you know, ridiculous and offensive to me. I mean, I have friends, I have family members uh, that were victims of that. But but I still want to see, I still, first of all, I still want him to have the freedom to say such things. That's what he wants to say. And I want to know because he's saying it out in public, but I know there's plenty of people saying it in private. So I want to, I want to read it. I want to, as they say, uh, see how the other half lives. I want to know what these people are saying. And I want to know what wacko Antifa and Black Lives Matter socialists and communists have to say. They're whacked out, ridiculous things. I want to know what everyone has to say so I can make my decision. But here's the thing. Have you ever been in a city where there's sort of a town square thing going on? The old proverbial guy on a soapbox, like a guy is up on a, on a box on a something and he's spouting all kinds of whatever the world's going to end or this and that or whatever his you know opinions are whatever this and that people gather to kind of listen kind of like what's this guy saying and what's going on it's all kind of crazy i don't see a lot of big corporations clamoring to advertise on the box that the guy is standing on or to put a big banner up behind him hey american airlines and that to be in the background of this nutcase spouting whatever he's spouting so very noble of Elon Musk to want to make Twitter a fair, open place for free speech where people are free to say whatever they want. But advertisers are going to shy far away from that. I recommend that for your business, that you don't advertise in, on controversial anything, controversial publications, controversial TV or radio stations or YouTube videos or or, or Twitter or Facebook accounts or pages or whatever it is, uh, unless, of course, that's your audience is, is strictly that way, right? If your audience is all incredible, far-right, whatever, then sure, advertise uh, on the, the Alex Jones show or whatever. And if they're far-left, communist, radical, whatevers, then advertise on uh, those platforms. Uh, uh, but for the most part, the big corporations where the big advertising dollars are for the most part they like to shy away they like to play kind of middle of the road the old michael jordan statement that even conservatives buy sneakers when everyone tried to and not everyone but a lot of people were trying to get michael jordan to speak out 
about all kinds of far-left nonsense. And no matter what he personally believed, he was like, well, this is business, right? So business, personal, different things, advertising and town square soapbox free speech could be very different things. So if you ask me, Musk is going to continue to have trouble attracting advertisers if he continues to want to have free speech uh, on the website. It's a tough conundrum, but of course, when you are the richest person on earth, I guess you can afford to blow 40, 50, 60 billion dollars if he keeps losing money on it or whatever happens uh, uh, while he figures it out. I have a feeling he's Elon Musk and he'll figure it out. And he has talked about monetizing uh, membership, but again, would you pay to be able to stand on a street corner with a guy in a soapbox spouting all kinds of nonsense? Uh, you know, not sure people would pay for membership to that or people would pay to advertise on that. But one thing I am sure of, Elon Musk is a genius and a fantastic entrepreneur, and he will figure out how to make that thing work. Right now it's in its infancy, just getting started, so it is hectic and crazy and chaotic, but it's still a fantastic lesson for entrepreneurs when you are taking over and turning around, or if it's a company you've owned for a long time and you need to turn it around, a, a flailing operation, there's going to be a lot of chaos in the beginning unless you want to do it slowly and tear that Band-Aid off slowly and have a lot of chaos and, and, and never really turn it around for years and years and years. You want to turn it around quickly? Boom. You got to make things happen. Some heads got to roll. You got to uh, break some eggs, all those kind of things. So still interesting to watch what Elon Musk is doing with Twitter. Let's see which way it goes and what he decides to do. Uh, it just looks like he's in a tough place. Even when he released all this proof of, of the collusion with the government, uh, illegally uh, squelching free speech and rigging elections. and but, uh, I don't think it changed lots of people's minds. I've looked uh, both sides and people are like, well, that's not, there wasn't really any proof there, say the, uh, the radical leftists. Give me a break. And then the, uh, the, uh, the radical uh, on the right side, they're like, you see... Uh, they're evil and Twitter is dangerous and evil and nasty and terrible and whatever. Like I will, I will close with one thing. I, I think it was more of a question than, than a conclusion. But I think it's amazing to me with all of the amazing uh, thumb on the scale on the left side of politics here in America. Uh, overwhelmingly, uh, people in the media, in academia are on the left, uh, uh, a lot of big corporate leaders, um, uh, all of uh, entertainment world, Hollywood, most of it, all way on the left side. And with all of that, the media, the government, permanent Washington, the establishment, all mostly on the side of the left and certainly academia for young people. Uh, how are these elections so close? With all of that, how are elections like 50 fit? We're going to see one on Tuesday in Georgia on this Senate, Senate? I think it's a Senate runoff. What a, you're going to see that thing be close to 50-50. Like, wow, that's incredible. It takes all that massive effort by the media and the big tech companies and academia and the permanent uh, uh, unelected bureaucrats running the government in Washington, D.C., all f way on the left side of things. And yet they're still only 
you know, I think the Republicans took like the House by like, I don't know, five seats or something. And the Senate's going to be tied or one seat and each elections go like 50-50 and 51-49 and what. That's just amazing. You would think with all that, I mean, is America really that strong uh, on the right? Uh, if it wasn't for all that craziness and the TikTok and the social media getting the young people to vote radical, and uh, if it wasn't for that, would the country be overwhelmingly on the side of conservatism, uh, like it was when I was growing up? Democrats, Republicans, I mean, Kennedy today would be, John F. Kennedy would be a conservative. Like uh, Bill Clinton would be a, a Republican, a conservative with his views. Like, uh, things are really changed. Anyway, that was just the footnote. The business lesson is that uh, if you're looking to appeal to the masses, um, being totally transparent and welcoming total chaos and free speech and anyone can do what they want, uh, it's a lot of fun. It's certainly the backbone uh, basis of what America's all about. But for making money, uh, let's see. Still up in the air. We'll see what Elon does. And that'll do it for Social Media Saturday. Thanks, everyone, being here live. Thanks, anyone watching on the replay. And I'll be back again with you, Ken, tomorrow on Sunday, Fun Day. I'll be back with some business-building tips on Direct Mail Monday. Over and out for now. Bye-bye. Thank you for joining us today on the Rhino Daily Podcast, the daily podcast for sharp entrepreneurs hosted by Steve Cypress. Join us tomorrow for another exciting episode designed to help you increase your profits and improve your lifestyle. Also, go to rhinodaily.com for more great business exploding tips, strategies, and tactics from the world's top experts. Plus, snag your free copy of Money Making Monthly Magazine. Goodbye.